Hello and welcome to the Go There Do That podcast. My name is Ethan and I am of course here with Heather and oh I want to not introduce you as my wife anymore because you are a separate person. Oh okay. Other than just my wife. Yeah. Just so, one identifying factor. I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. So I'm here with Heather and this is Heather. Hi. A separate individual. So her own person. We were at CVS earlier. Oh. And Heather, normally when the CVS... I'm a passenger princess. And and so whenever the CVS pharmacy person asked for the date of birth, I looked at Heather, and then Heather was quiet. (laughs) And then we... It was about the same time we said 04-24. Yeah. 93, which is your birthday. Right. And I know that, but... The pharmacist was like, ooh, somebody's in trouble. And so then I was like, wait, I have a response. And so I waited for her to come back. And I said, I don't speak for her. And then she said, that's a good excuse. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because when we pulled up, you said we're picking up a prescription for Heather Lankford. Mm. So you did speak for me at the beginning. My wife. So then she's like, oh, you know her name, but not her birthday. That's all I know about you. Right. And that's why we have a podcast to get to know each other a little bit. <laughs> and this podcast, we will be talking about uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Our last episode, we had spoken about uh, part one, mm-hmm. which covered Shenandoah National mm-hmm. Park in Virginia. But this episode is about actually on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Sorry. Previous episode was about our fall road trip. The beginning, the whole series is about fall road trip. I right. get the two mixed up. You're good. And so. That included Shenandoah and yes. the Blue Ridge Parkway. And the Blue Ridge Parkway. But I say Blue Ridge Parkway just because that's like the thing that comes to mind whenever right. you think of trees in yeah. Virginia. Well, that's originally stuff. how the plan started was that we were going to do that. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's some parks like close to the mm-hmm. top and the bottom of that yeah. so we might as well hit those up too so. my brain didn't have the cognitive ability to switch out the words right. the phrases blue ridge parkway and that's Fall fair. Trip. yeah but today will be about like the first leg of that journey mm-hmm. um yeah along the blue ridge parkway which is the two days it's from so two days from virginia we'll to, talk about. to north carolina Yes. Yeah. And the first day, starting out in Virginia, um, do you want to speak to that? We had five five stops. We we did the first, I guess, leg of this trip a little faster than yeah, we intended. Did. Yeah. Well, not it wasn't faster than intended. It is like what I had planned for, but um, it was like fast and furious. So the whole Blue Ridge Parkway is like 469 miles 469 um which isn't you know like when you think of driving across two states and you're from texas like we are (laughs) that's not like a whole super long drive um but the point is to kind of take it slow you know see all the sights and sounds along the parkway um but originally i had only planned that leg of the trip for like three days which Um, I'll give you a little advice on the Blue Ridge Parkway. It is a good idea to do it in more than three days if you really want to slow down and enjoy it. Um, So it is like like the top speed on the whole 
drive is like 45 miles an hour and in a lot of places it's even slower than that because it's Mm -hmm. constant you know winding twists and turns yeah um so even though you know 469 miles isn't crazy it does take you longer than it would to you know going 80 you know down the highway yep um it's a lot to see though it is um 369 miles of trails yes yeah as well yeah there's a ton of like hiking Mm -hmm. um so you know the one of the biggest things to do is stop at the overlooks and you just kind of stop get out take a picture there's one every like miles in some places like they're very frequent uh there's like about 200 overlook stops along the parkway and yeah 369 miles of trails to do so we probably did like 10 (laughs) of those so Mm -hmm. if i was to do it again definitely take it slower so you can really enjoy all the hiking that it has to offer because it is pretty extensive yeah and with a bulkier vehicle like the van, we had to sort of downshift um, because there's a lot yeah. of uphills and downhills. That's why the speed limit's so uh, low. Right. But, but yeah, instead of using our brakes the whole time, we did the switch the gears. Yeah. And downshifted, which was our first time kind of trying that with the van. Yeah. But it does. You did that when you were driving. I did not because oh. I don't know how to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you drove most of that that part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is uh pretty pretty wild. It's it's I think the hardest part about just saying Blue Ridge Parkway is like, okay, so what do I do on the parkway? Like once I'm there, say I go yeah. and start at the top, what happens then? And it's like re- You drive and you stop yeah. and you drive and you stop mm-hmm. and you drive and you stop and you drive and you stop. Yes. But <laughs> that book that you had oh, yes. um Um got my friend it. Jennifer had uh they had drove the Blue Ridge Parkway before and so she recommended um this book it's called Hiking and Traveling the Blue Ridge Parkway Revised and Expanded Edition. Oh yeah. Um but it was so helpful because in planning but also I took it with us on the trip and I would say that it was even more helpful on the trip than it was in planning. You know, because I had marked about a thousand and one, you know, trails that we were gonna hike and places that we were gonna stop. Um, Because it's very detailed and it takes it mile marker by mile marker. Um, But most of the things that I had planned for did not happen just because we didn't have time. Like I had not planned long enough in the first leg to stop and actually do much hiking and stuff like that realistically. Mm -hmm. Because when you're driving across like a whole state in one day, just about... Uh, it doesn't leave a whole lot of time for extra stuff. So this was really helpful along the way because we would be driving and there were some overlooks that I had like marked and I was like, oh, I want to stop here. But then we get closer to it and I'm like, oh, it's actually like not that amazing of an overlook, but we can stop at this one. Like it's coming up and then I would circle it so I knew which one we actually stopped at because uh, there was 200 plus overlooks mm-hmm. along the tra- um, along the drive. So yeah, and then we'd get to a spot and pull off to do some hiking, and then, you know, I could use this to uh, figure out which one to do, and it, like, tells you, you know, where, what fork to, like, where to turn right at a fork and stuff like that. Um, so it was very helpful. So if you are planning a Blue Ridge Parkway trip, 
that's my plug for this book. Um, no sponsors sponsorship needed, uh, mm-hmm. but it is essential. <laughs> Thanks to Leonard Atkins, the author oh, of that yeah. book. He spent more than four days yes. on the Blue Ridge Parkway yes. making that book. But One thing you can't yeah. plan for, though, in with this book or anything else really is that um, when you travel along a 469-mile parkway, sometimes there are detours. Um, oh, yeah. So lots of mountains along the parkway. So, you know, rock slides, rock falls caused a few detours while we did it. Nothing too crazy. Uh, They're very obvious, like, Lee marked. You're not going to have trouble, you know, getting back on. They know that you're there to drive the parkway. So all the detours are just going to take you, like, on the most efficient route through town or whatever you know detour you have to take back onto the parkway where you can get sorry back on. turn around yeah <laughs> I know exactly you're 100 miles in but uh yeah they they i know at one point they were also doing some kind of like construction yeah too. yeah yeah but how many did we do we only had like one or two detours i think i think there was like two yeah, yeah one of them was a pretty good chunk of the parkway mm-hmm. i think it was like 40 miles that we had yeah. to kind of skip over um, and then another part was only like a few miles that we missed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a couple of detours when we went. Um, the best time to go on the Blue Ridge Parkway arguably is definitely in the fall, like in mid-October, because that's when the leaves are changing and you can see those peaks. Um, arguably. I'd like to hear the other side of that argument. Well, I'm sure it's pretty beautiful in like the spring Spring and summer when flowers are blooming. Um, like I read about that in the book, like it would be like, Oh, this place is beautiful in the springtime because whatever flower, wildflower is blooming and peak. So I think it would be really beautiful in the spring too. But Mm. you know, if you're looking for those, iconic fall colors yeah mid-october is pretty good time to go yeah because we did see them and that's what i was i guess yeah arguably if you're okay with if you've already maybe seen the color i don't know the colors are just wackadoo to me yeah yeah worth seeing but um the highlight yeah (laughs) of colors but also the highlight of the blue ridge parkway so what do we do um what else? Uh, the first day on the parkway. I mean, obviously we stopped at the the sign. Of course, gotta get that photo op. Where else did we go? Um, well, when we so we came from Shenandoah, and it like Skyline Drive in Shenandoah connects with um, the Blue Ridge Parkway, like mm-hmm. where it stops or starts. And well, I guess where it stops if you're driving south to north um, at this place called like Rockfish Gap. And then you can stop and take your photo with the sign that says Blue Ridge Parkway. But there's a lot of signs along the Blue Ridge Parkway that say, like, Blue Ridge Parkway. You get reminded. Like, anytime you get off and then get back on, mm-hmm. there's usually a sign. Um, but that's kind of, like, the north entrance of it. And you also, like, we, before we started, we went off a little bit to get gas, but also for some drone opportunities. Yeah, get some air we started. time. Yeah. Because the National Park Service, you're not allowed to take off within their boundaries. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to fly anywhere. They don't own the airspace. Mm-hmm. Not encouraging any sort of misuse and drone activity. But, you know, it's more more important to just take your drone test. Part 107, FAA 
license for commercial use. Yeah. But that's nerd talk. Yeah. I flew right at the entrance, and you kind of get the vibe of... Yeah, it's the same landscape. Yeah, same landscape. And then it's just good for B-roll footage and stuff. And that's the thing with traveling with me is I will make you follow... You did tell me about the rules, but I know about them too. So Mm -hmm. I will make you follow the drone rules because I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. But but there's also like a ton of places, like we did that right at the beginning, but then we'd get to like a peak area and we'd get off like in the nearest town and go stop somewhere where you could take it off. Because again, like uh, the parkways along, you know, a lot of cities and, Mm -hmm. you know, little towns and stuff. So you, it is pretty easy to get off and get back on. And so you can get off and go get those same peak colors, but just, you know, among the town and in some of those areas instead of on the parkway. Uh, Yeah. And with drone stuff too, even if you have like, say a drone that fit isn't in the, it's lightweight or something, you can fly it anywhere. I think the main annoyance or deterrent for drone stuff is just don't fly it around people because it's Mm -hmm. annoying. Or wildlife. Right. Yeah. Like, because the birds will be in the sky and that's Birds are going to bird, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, just don't. But don't fly up to an eagle's nest. Right. You know. That's, that's the main thing is just don't bother anything with it. If you're just there to get the landscape, what Mm -hmm. else are you there for? Right. Yeah. And so you could get that in multiple different places. It goes for any, like, national yeah. park or anything. Like, if you just want to get the vibe of it, that can be done not at the place exactly. Right. Because it yeah. is, I mean, for me, I try to, well, both of us, we try to be kind of respectful, covert and yeah. low profile yeah. in our way of traveling and not too obtrusive. Yeah, know? nobody wants to be, you know, at an overlook enjoying the beautiful scenery, but also, like, it is kind of quiet. You know, you're out mm-hmm. Like, you're close to towns and cities all along the way, but you're also kind of packed in by, like, mountains Mm -hmm. in a lot of areas and stuff. And so nobody wants to hear, you know, be enjoying that serene moment, and then all of a sudden you hear the of the drone Mm -hmm. taking off. Yeah, and it takes us a whole year to, like, talk about it, too, afterwards, because we don't like talking about it at the place. That's what I I try not to hold. When the people are around, yeah, yeah, we, we try not to... Because, yeah, yeah, it is distracting. Like, there's other people enjoying enjoying that there, too. I'm mm-hmm. enjoying it there, too. So it's hard for me to, like, turn the camera on and be like, hello, today we're at blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's yeah. up, guys? Yeah, it's hard. I did I did do an okay job, but I always wait until, like, no one's around. Yes. But on this trip particular, I did, like, try to mm-hmm. do, like, keep up with, like, our Instagram stories and stuff like that. Yeah, we went crazy. Yeah. Um, I did try, but it, yeah, it, the thing with me trying is there has to be no one around mm-hmm. <laughs> because I get embarrassed. Well, we had a lot of time in the van to, you know, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. Do all that. Cause I don't mm-hmm. know how people do it. I mean, I guess they're mostly with cell phones, like your cell phone can do a lot, but. Oh yeah. That's like, what I was doing my yeah. stuff on. Yeah. I just, I just do all this fancy camera stuff and mm-hmm. it's like. It looks very nice. Yeah. It's worth it. You don't have to down on it. And I guess we'll get back on track. So um, our first day we drove, basically, we stayed in Virginia the whole time. So we started around Shenandoah. We ended in Roanoke, Virginia. Um, uh, I could do the math, but I don't. We probably drove like 
130 miles or something that did first mm-hmm. day. Um, on the first day, we stopped at like five overlooks because, um, again, there's just like a ton of places to just, you know, come come out. And I only counted the ones that like we stopped and like got out at. So I didn't like circle the places that we just like stopped at because we were like let someone pass us <laughs> or we just like wanted to take a quick look. Um, but there was lots of places that we actually got out at. Um, yeah, each overlook has its own like name. Yes. Yeah. So yes. That, that's why it's it's not like overlook mile one hundred. Mm-hmm. Like it's each one of them has its own like yeah history behind it, which is all in the book. Yeah. But that was the coolest thing about it was the mile markers that it had. Like it, at this mile, you're going to see this, this exactly. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the first place that we stopped besides, you know, the photo op at the sign was uh, called the Humpback Visitor Center. I was really disappointed that there was no humpback whales, but, you know, we were not on the coast, I guess. Yeah, um, that's the whole reason why we went. But um, if I remember correctly, I think it's called that because of these, like, ro- like rock formations. Um, but it was just, like, a cool old-timey looking like old buildings pioneer looking stuff talking about the gas station no um the humpback visitor center oh right okay Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. there wasn't like a whole lot to um see and do there but it was a good first place to stop it was only like six miles in that's right um that's right yeah yeah. Okay. And that's where we use the oh yeah film camera. Do you want to hold it? Sure. You took the first yes photos. That's something I gave you because we had. It's like my project. Yeah. Because. <laughs> um, have yeah. a vintage like film. Well, I guess it's not film camera. It's just it's film. Oh well, it doesn't like record videos. It's just like a picture oh. film oh, camera. Oh, when you say film, it's like interchangeable with like video sometimes. From yeah. 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 But yeah, it takes photos cool and it they have like a very real mm-hmm. cool vintage look um but we thought it would be fun with like the fall and then also it was like a lot of the things along the route were old looking like mm-hmm. pioneer days um so a lot of the pictures turned out pretty cool i also had a eight millimeter camera that back in 20 20- 16 or 2015 me and my dad were at like a pawn shop and there was there for 20 dollars mm-hmm. and it's from like the 50s it's not super eight millimeter it's eight millimeter yeah so i had to thread the film yeah through everything and if you expose it to light right. for too long it'll just burn up yeah you would like go in the shower in the van to make sure there yeah. was no light yeah yeah because uh it's called a double eight um because you'd film on one side and then you flip it over and then run it back through so you can Mm -hmm. do it twice um i'm not explaining it super correctly but it was um very humbling (laughs) to use a non-digital camera for video especially one that's like predates eight mil super eight which is the easier one it's like that looks Mm -hmm. like a cassette tape type thing that you just put in yeah it was not that and not that whenever you it had like a rubber band around the real too and whenever i took it off it just went like everywhere because 
it was yeah it's just i don't know how people did it back in the day recorded anything right out in nature it was so much work to yeah, yeah. use that it was stressful yeah. but that's the kind of stress that i put on myself to right. see just to see mm-hmm. it was fun it, it was like the perfect trip to like try that out on because you know it's a van trip not like a f- trip with flights mm-hmm. so we can bring a couple of extra things with us and not be worried about you know mm-hmm. lugging them around um but yeah i think this we got from is this one that we got from alex mm-hmm. that gave us so our yeah. friend alex yeah found some old camera stuff that she gifted us and it works it just needed some batteries in it um, yeah but so that uh yeah that's when i started and what's okay so i'll just tell this story again later but that eight millimeter film camera yeah on our very last stop so we have all these overlooks right our very last one the film camera stopped working mm-hmm. after that and we, it was us two waving so yeah. the last thing that it ever recorded was us just waving goodbye to the right. camera or something yeah because we were done with the parkway we so we were like parkway. yeah but it was very strange that that actually happened and yeah. the camera was just like i got one thing left in me got one thing left and most of the footage is um unusable not usable <laughs> and because in order to record on that you have to buy the correct exposure for the environment you're filming in so Mm -hmm. i did like an outdoor one but a lot of it was overexposed or yeah yeah. well because we were outdoors but Mm -hmm. we're in these like canopies of trees and it was dark too yeah Yeah. a lot of it was not the correct conditions for filming on that yeah that makes sense and i didn't know that until you Mm -hmm. spend three or four months sending it to get developed Mm -hmm. and then it comes back to you on a usb drive and then it's most they even told me they're like hey most of this isn't usable yeah and i was like yeah i know i know we'll still pay for it send it to us please (laughs) but we still we still have the uh we still have that cool waving and there's some of you walking around in the woods and i did get some trees but yeah it is cool and it was fun yeah yeah but yeah old stuff old timey yeah making it it was fun just to try out and like yeah and then that feeling of like not knowing how it was going to turn out until you got Mm -hmm. the the film back um but i noticed that on this camera too like there's a couple of shots like i was trying to be artsy and Mm -hmm. do like leaves through like sun through the leaves and stuff Mm -hmm. and anytime the sun was involved it just like blew out the whole photo Mm -hmm. um so yeah same with the darkness yeah yep so film is hard um we're spoiled with digital but yeah i'm still willing to try out go back and realize why how far we've come Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Yeah. how much easier our lives are now as Uh, far as that goes yep um the next stop that we did was was the cool gas station place Mm -hmm. and so we got off we actually got off the parkway in a place called montebello Virginia, and um, I did find the place in the um, book because uh, it will tell you like where to go- get off and stuff to go to these certain trails. And I really wanted to go to this place called Crabtree F- Falls, um, but I didn't honestly. I didn't realize that we were going to be like getting off the trail, or not the trail. The- I keep calling it a trail, but um, off the parkway to get there. Um, I just assumed, like, everything in the book was on the parkway. Um, but you do get off um, at that 
whatever it is. I did write it down. Uh, mile marker 27.2, VA Route 56 to Crabtree Falls. Um, but yes. it had a cool gas station and a really beautiful trail. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the gas station? It was nice. When I went inside, there's just people having talks about just the the cool, random, boring stuff that like mm-hmm. small town mm-hmm. folk have. And they're just like, yeah, I heard that there was a bear out here. Yep. Yeah, but what about the actual, like, gas pump? Oh, it was the old-timey thing where you, like, flip the... I'm surprised they didn't pump it for you. Right, yeah. Like, in the old days. But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's... uh, It doesn't turn on until you flip this, like, lever, and it starts Mm -hmm. pumping. And, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, it was a cool little place. And all the, like land and stuff was just like gorgeous out there mm-hmm. like that was one of those places where not knowing anything about the area we're just like i could live here it's beautiful <laughs> and there's like a lot of airbnbs and cabins you can rent yeah too that we saw yeah um yeah that was cool all right and then after that was it the oh yeah that was day one yeah at the so we stopped at the Peak of Otters Lodge area, mm-hmm. Peak of Otters Lake. Um, we wanted to grab lunch there or dinner, but it was like packed. It was very busy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We so we had in. Sammy's in the van. That's van short sandwich. for sandwich. Yeah. Um, but that's the nice thing about the van because yeah, there are some times where we like wanted to stop because we're just like tired of eating you know, our food. Um, and there are plenty of places to stop, especially if you get off and go into a town. Uh, but it was nice when we ran into situations like that to be able to make Sammy's in the van. Um, but that whole area is just like gorgeous. Um, there's like a lake area in the middle. Um, and then all these beautiful trees, fall colors around it. But we went up to sharp top mountain on sharp sharp top trail Mm -hmm. at sunset yeah which was an adventure (laughs) day one so we drove like okay so that stop is 80 about 86 miles in so we drove like 86 miles um which doesn't seem like a lot but it took us a whole day to get there at 45 miles an hour and then we were like okay we got to do this trail that's like three four miles mm-hmm. um straight at up. sunset straight yep. up yep um but we really wanted to beat the sunset to the top which was difficult to do when we got there at like almost sunset well yeah we were because <laughs> we were trying to yeah we were trying to eat didn't trying to figure out what to do and then uh mm-hmm. we were like well we have to do this trail because we won't do it any yeah. other time right so Actually, there's a video on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. of it, but it was really cool to see at the very top, we got there right at sunset, and Barely the sun was, was maybe the first time be, it felt like we were like parallel yeah, as far as elevation goes with the, the, sun. Ho- the horizon and mm-hmm. the sun across the yeah landscape. So that was a really cool photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also got a photo on the film camera of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was, 
But it was like cool. exhausting to get up there because we were trying to beat the sunset. So mm-hmm. we were literally like sprinting mm-hmm. up. Um, and then also yeah. I remember before we left, I was like, um, should we bring headlamps? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you hike at sunset and it's not a super short trail, you're going to be hiking back in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely should have brought headlamps. But we didn't because we were like, we, you were like, we don't have time to turn around and get the headlamps. But we were like, like the, we do not have time. We were in the parking lot. Yeah. When I said that, I'm pretty sure. Like, we weren't that Yeah, but we had started a little bit up. And you were right. Like, we didn't have time. Like, if we Mm -hmm. would have been a few minutes, then, you know, we would have missed. Yeah. We got cell phones that offer no light. That's what we used. Yeah, it was our cell phone flashlights to get back. Yeah. But that was really In bear country. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah. They were all... We didn't see any. It was fine. Hiding. Um... Yeah, that was that was a fun adrenaline soaked. It was adventure hike up sh- straight uphill. Yeah. Um, and then we drove into Roanoke from there. Um, that night we stayed at um, this place called Explore Park at like Don's Cabins. Uh, that was the t- one time we didn't stay along the trail technically, like we got overnight. off. But it was because there was, like, no availability for camping in that, like, stretch. So we would have had to go even further down to get, you know, a place to camp if we were going to camp along the parkway. So that's one thing about campgrounds is that there are, like, quite a few along the parkway um, to stay at. But some of the more popular ones fill up pretty pretty fast. Um, so you might have to get a little creative. Yep. Don's cat. There's that's that's the thing though. There's so many other. There's tourist season. Everybody has a thing set up. Oh yeah. Each spot along the way. Yeah. With when you get closer to like the major cities, that's when things seem to like fill up more. Yeah. Like, right. Because Roanoke is like the one city in Virginia I've ever heard of. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> we were in a pretty popular area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the first day of the Parkway. Um, so then day two, we got up bright and early. Mm. I don't know if we actually got up bright and early. Oh, one thing about the place we stayed though in Roanoke, it was very nice because that was like, um, it was kind of like a RV park type place. And so the showers were very nice. And that was like, uh, you know, sometimes when you're on a road trip staying, especially at national parks and stuff like that. Um, it's always nice to come across a really nice, clean shower area mm-hmm. along the way. <laughs> Take advantage. Yeah, absolutely. No. Um, yeah, that was, that was good because yeah. showering, it, it is possible to use the van as a self-contained facility yeah. for everything. But, but when we have the option, we usually shower elsewhere because it's just I mean, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's fun. But also, it's it's only as needed. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, I've only used the shower like two or three times since we've had the van. Because yeah, it's just like when we don't have access to other showers. Because mm-hmm. well, it's it's like a lot of it uses a lot of water when you use the shower, mm-hmm. and if we're not using the shower, like we can fill up the water tank and it's pretty much full for an entire trip um typically and then when you use the shower that uses a lot of water and you're gonna have to fill up like find a place to fill up Mm -hmm. um and then 
also it takes a while for the water to heat up so oh, yeah. whoever's the first one to shower is probably going to take a little bit of a cold shower mm-hmm. um, if you didn't wait long enough very chilly which is usually me because oh smoosh is talkative or cat he's, he's been um so yeah i'm usually not patient enough and then i take a cold shower um but yeah plus it's like very comical so i'm only five three so the van shower is doable for me but it's still kind of a tight squeeze and then imagine like you ethan like you're six foot three I don't have to imagine. So, I know, but, like, <laughs> when you stand up in there, your, like, neck is, like, tilted. Contortionist. Yeah. Yeah. Just fold myself up. Yeah. And it's... You've it's, only used the indoor shower, like, once, and I think it was on that trip mm-hmm. before we got to those showers. Sure was. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I remember laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a, all the resources you have. Like, the propane heats up mm-hmm. the water. But you're using up propane yeah. every night to stay cool. That's true, you know? too, yeah. And so you have to kind of balance keep that, all that out. In mind. Unless yeah. you want to go to tractor supply every five we, seconds. Yeah, we usually do make a couple well. of tra- tractor supply trips on th- that type of trip, but mm-hmm. yeah. You're only supposed to fill up a propane tank up to like two thirds or something. Yeah. But I swear they fill it up as like much as they can because we've been using a lot of propane and we're like, where is this? Yeah. Gonna yeah, like we can check the gauge, and it's always like maxed full. Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and yeah. the like the shower in the van is what you call a wet bath. So the toilet mm. and the shower are like in one contained space. Um, so it's it's small, it's compact. Um, yeah, it's useful, but not comfortable. Um, it's efficient. O'Malley is upset about something. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, so the next day we got up all fresh and showered, and then uh, we went to the saddest trail oh. I've ever been on. <laughs> well, because I was, like, bummed because we – I did want to do more hiking along the parkway than we, mm-hmm. like, wound up doing. And so, you know, we had done the one trail the day before. Um, so I was like, okay, maybe we can try to squeeze in some hikes. But obviously, they're going to have to be kind of short because mm-hmm. you're traveling 100 miles a day and then also trying to hike, stopping and eating. You know, you can only go 40 miles an hour. And so we stopped at our first <laughs> stop of the day called Rakes Mill Overlook Pond. And it did say that the trail was point one miles long so like i know that that's not long one tenth of a mile though one tenth of a mile but i'm like to me i would think that like i wouldn't see the end of the trail Mm -hmm. like you would at least go a little bit into a trail and then back right uh but it was the saddest trail one tenth of a mile is the lowest measurement that he has in the book i guess that's true and so i think that's why he had to do it that way it was literally like count your steps and Mm -hmm. it was 30 steps oh we didn't i think we did count yeah 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 from the top to the start of the trail to the finish it It was was basically like from a parking lot to a little like place to look over this river you throw a rock farther than the trail went uh yeah and it was (laughs) it was just like a little dam looking yeah thing yeah it was literally just yeah but i was like so excited for it Mm -hmm. and yeah 
sad. Um, so there are some, there are definitely some more impressive places than others along the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So according to you, though, we're, you're guaranteed to be disappointed at least once, though. Probably, right? yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just because there's such a variety of things mm-hmm. to see. You see this awesome horizon right the night before and then you go to this trail it's like wow what else does this have in store for us and then you show up and it's like well that was 30 seconds yeah 30 steps and yeah it um it was not refreshing yeah i guess yeah no challenge yeah (laughs) and it wasn't even ada accessible we had steps yeah (laughs) steps yeah so um yeah but yeah, but then we redeemed ourselves. We went to an iconic stop along the Blue Ridge Parkway called Maybury Mill, mm. um, which is like the place that you stop along the, the Google, Blue Ridge Parkway. Like if you Google it. Yeah, be... you'll see the mill. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it has a really great place to eat breakfast. Um, so we did wait like an hour <laughs> to eat breakfast there and it was it was worth it, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Well, because there's like things to do around yeah. the restaurant too so like right um you can walk around the mill and this mm-hmm. like again it was kind of similar to like the humpback rocks place where it has like these old historical buildings yeah but it's they had more people in, more intuitive yeah yeah you could actually go inside of the place and see the tools that yeah people use that yeah the settlers of the area yeah you know and there's like volunteers out there they're making brooms broomsticks okay like yeah i was we- like i know you talked to yeah. all of them <laughs> they were weaving broomsticks together mm-hmm. and they were they talked to me about how back in the day when somebody needed like a house or something mm-hmm. the surrounding people would just show up and help build the house in like a one or two days yeah like the cabin and then they would just go back to there mm-hmm. you know because you would meet up at like a church or something know your neighbors yeah and they'd be like all right i'm gonna go back to my five million acres yeah. of property and that's kind of how they knew what was going on um hmm. with each other and yeah but building a house in two days just yeah seems impossible but it is possible when you have all these mountain folk wander up to your property and mm-hmm. you know because i guess well they they talked like it was uh, quite quite the time they were reminiscing i guess it's, were they alive then well, they they were saying it was good because no, they weren't alive then. It was seven. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they were ghosts. I was talking to. They weren't volunteers. It was. I, mean, in- I know they were older. Yes, I had to I had to chauffeur them into the land of the dead. And they needed one more conversation before they could be at rest. And it was nobody else would talk to them. These people making broom handles. Booms. Yeah, but their their blueberry pancakes were very good. Not made by ghosts. <laughs> Not made by ghosts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a fun stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I was like going off with my the vintage camera and like trying to take some fun photos. Um, definitely wasn't like the peak there. It mm-hmm. was actually like brighter, further like from where we had came from and then we got there and it was kind of more dull and I was like oh did we was that like over like we missed like that was the peak and Mm -hmm. we're just like done with it now um because it wasn't super bright there but I was still trying to take some fun photos and then I just like look off in the distance and you're talking to 
all the volunteers because I would like go in the house and I would just like read, but I just want to mind my own business and not talk to anyone. Mm -hmm. But you're just chatting away with the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Volunteer ghosts. Um, yeah, they, that was fun. Oh, was... and then do you remember we were like going to the bathroom and then those like older people walked up to me and they were like, do you know where the mill is or something or the restaurant was but they just like thought i was like a volunteer but i just like was literally just being a human mm -hmm. um but i happened to know where it was so i pointed them in the right direction but they mm -hmm. were just like wandered up <laughs> mm -hmm. have a wonderful day in your your, your visit here <laughs> yeah. at the mill yeah. my name's yeah. heather if you need anything else yeah that's what you should have gave them yeah yeah there's i there's a lot of people yeah. that would like talk to you like when you're in the pop more populated areas. We talked to another people and they were like telling us where to stop in like Asheville, North Carolina to like see some mansion or plantation or something and we we're like we're mm. not doing that. Like but they just like went on about how we should and blah blah blah. Oh, that was inside of the mill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um well, you were the one with the book. Somehow you it it showed on your face that you had the knowledge of the book. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. People just ask us a lot of questions sometimes. I guess. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, well, um, after that. Oh, after oh. that, we drove for a long time. Like that was, it was a lot of driving that day. Like basically we did that in the morning and then we drove and stopped at like eight overlooks throughout the day mm -hmm. but we drove the whole day like there was no hiking there was no time for hiking because we had to make it we had to make it to where like we're staying that night and so we drove through the rest of Virginia into North Carolina past like the midpoint of the parkway so like we had our it was day two and we already passed the midpoint of the parkway so we were flying through it which is like not really how you're supposed to experience the parkway um no but at sunset we like pulled over at Ooh. this um it wasn't even really an overlook it was just like like a parking it thing. was like a parking like just a place to pull off at um but it was called oh boone's trace overlook mm -hmm. and that's where we saw what we call the parkway pony uh which is one of our like prints but it was just like this beautiful like black and white spotted horse um that just like came up to like the fence line mm -hmm. along the parkway like we went up and I was like petting it and stuff but the sun was setting in the distance and it's just like this beautiful land and like mountains in the distance and rolling hills yeah yeah and that was just like a really cool I'm glad that we had that moment because I was kind of like bummed about not hiking more that day and like are we even doing this right you know what is right what are you know are we going too fast are we going too slow like mm -hmm. we only have a little bit of this time left and what's the meaning of this whole existence right what is this even about we've saw, seen as many leaves as we can see and how many more leaves <laughs> yeah i'm like this is beautiful but like mm -hmm. what what's we still have you know like a lot of days left of this mm -hmm. um and it's a little, it is a little monotonous, you know, but, and then, yeah, we stopped and we saw 
the Parkway Pony. And this little innocent aspect of nature just wanders up and says, hey, guess what? This is beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And because it was like along the parkways bordering like ranches and, mm-hmm. you know, different farmhouses and yeah. barns and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the typical like landscape for what you imagine for that kind of countryside. Right. And yeah, we saw the horse and we we're just like, Bleh. yeah, because <laughs> the sun was behind it, too. Mm-hmm. Sunset. But yeah, two for two on sunsets. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, sharp top on top of a mountain, and then little mm-hmm. horsey wanders up and just is all friendly and mm-hmm. wanders around. And then we, I missed it on oh, camera. Oh, the deer. But there was like a deer yeah. that ran across the, um, behind the horse. Yeah. Like, ran across the field. Yeah. So it was just too, it's so it's much. beautiful. So much nature going on. It's just all this wackadoo. I yeah. guess that's why they call it magic hour. Cause, yeah. Because it's like. Things are going to sleep. Things are waking up. Things are, yeah. you know, getting ready. And mm-hmm. it was all that all at once. But yeah, so. it breathed a little life into me mm-hmm. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, we drove the rest of the way. And then that night we were staying along the parkway at Julian Price Memorial Campground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was like dark when we got there. And there was literally... That place had, like, so many hikes um, that I saw in the book, and I wanted to try, like, a bunch of them, but then, like, the next day, we were going to have to leave and get to the next, you know, place that we were staying, and so we got there that night, and then we were, like, okay, like, something, like, at this point, we're almost doing this just to say that we did it, but we're not, like, enjoying it, like, we're missing out on, like, these hikes that we want to do and like Mm -hmm. you know I know that you're like seeing a lot because that's the thing about the Blue Ridge Parkway is you can really like enjoy it no matter what your ability level is Mm -hmm. because I mean there's like I'll be honest there was a lot of like older people driving it but it's because it's like perfect for like old people because you can just just drive it And it's still a beautiful, amazing experience, you know, and you don't have to get out and hike and like do all these crazy things. Like you can still see it and experience it um, and have an amazing time. And then also if you love hiking, there's 360 miles of trails, incredible trails, you know. Um, And so it's really has something for everyone as far as that goes, but. For us personally, like, we like to hike and enjoy and, like, as crazy as we are sometimes and, like, go, 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 I think that we do like to slow down and, like, be able to appreciate things. So then that night, I, like, canceled the reservations that I had for the rest of the trip, basically, because we only were supposed to stay one more night along the Blue Ridge Parkway, but it was, like, again, 100 miles down the road, and then we're, like, done with it, and then we were going to spend, like, four days in the Smoky Mountains, and I was, like, no, and so I canceled all of our reservations and, like, rebooked everything. I don't even know if I rebooked, because there was some, I don't know if I had service, so I think I just, like, was, like, okay, we're changing it, and we're just going to kind of stop wherever we want to and Mm -hmm. find a place to stay which is like not my style 
but we knew we wanted to stay there because there's a ton of beautiful things to see and there was so many hikes that I wanted to do there. Um, so we decided to stay. But we'll talk about that next week because that the the one trail that I'm thinking of, we did a couple, but the trail that I'm thinking of could have its own, like I could talk about it for ever because it was the most magical trail I've ever been on in my life. Ever? It's my favorite trail uh, that I've hiked in my life so far. Yeah, that's that's what we're dealing with next. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with on this. Once you slow down and you yeah. have time to do little little trail fairy stuff, <laughs> then that's when, that's when things... The magic happens. Mm-hmm. Like with something about nature can't really put a pin on it you can't really define it but i think the more you do that might seem when you enjoy the process more mm-hmm. and you're not really a, trying to attain a goal mm-hmm. you're just going along with the rhythms of day and night and you you slow down and just try to be present with mm-hmm. what's happening around you things just kind of come to you yeah and so fall in love with the process yeah. and not don't do it for extrinsic value. Yeah. It's all intrinsic. Each and every moment can be enjoyed. But when you're thinking of another place, another destination, another goal, mm-hmm. that is when you start to find troubles in your brain mm-hmm. because you're like, why aren't I getting what I want out of this? You know? Yeah. But I mean, I was like, I knew that I was open to allowing that to happen mm-hmm. and like foregoing the strict itinerary I planned and like even letting go of reservations and stuff because we'd already been like forced to do that on other trips. And so, and I knew how like beautiful that turned out. So I was like, well, even though this is like our choice and not something that we're being like forced to do, I know that it can still turn out to be incredible even if it wasn't exactly what I had planned and pictured Mm -hmm. but yeah that's probably like a metaphor for life (laughs) (laughs) you know if you let go a little bit can turn out even better than you imagined you let go of it see what comes back um that is something to think about Mm -hmm. but as they say only worry about what you have control of and if you feel like you have no control then you have nothing to worry about yeah. But you don't really have control. No, you don't anyways. So mm-hmm. you can think that you do and you so, don't. So yeah, well, you have you have control over you and that's yourself. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. So, but we, I think the way we treat our, and I know you said next week, so it's probably about closing down the podcast soon because I think we're at an hour. Yeah. But I think what is cool is that we treat our relationship as a separate entity sort of from us but also it's like about what we each individually get out of it because mm-hmm. if you're like if you're going to be upset and sad or I'm going to be upset about something like we communicate that with each other and we were both kind of feeling the same thing because we were both on mm-hmm. the same trip and yeah. so it only takes like yeah we I remember looking at you and being mm-hmm. like does this feel off to you no like are you good with this like are you thinking this is too much Mm -hmm. and we were both like yeah yeah 
and so that's when kind of the you know we were in tune in this we were in the same situation so we could be honest with each other about yeah. what how the situation was going for us because I'm not going to be like, well, I'm loving this, just never getting out and never hiking. <laughs> like, it's great. Yeah. Like, I just, Isn't it great to drive by? Yeah, I think I like letting life pass me by. You know, <laughs> I think that's the best part about this. Why? What about you? And you're like, never mind. <laughs> you're like, I'm just looking forward to getting home. Mm-hmm. So, chop, yes. chop. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what's yeah. cool about being in a box but i mean what was what was difficult yeah right you kind of get somewhat in sync um but what was hard about it too though is knowing because we were still like limited like we had x amount of days to do this trip Mm -hmm. you know so knowing that you're changing that means that you might be letting go of something else yes but that something else we didn't know. You don't it, know what it is. We didn't know where it was. And you know where you are right now, and mm-hmm. you know that you have all these things you want to do here mm-hmm. in this Julian Price Memorial Campground. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's about like being in the present and not worried about. You what? have no control over the future. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Life is confusing, but it's also the most beautiful thing we could ever experience. So um, take that as you want to. Yeah. Okay. So that was Fall Road Trip Part 2. Next week we'll talk about the rest of our time on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, That wasn't all of the Fall Road Trip. There's more after that, but it is the remainder of our Fall Road Trip. Or, I mean our Blue Ridge Parkway experience. Mm -hmm. You want to close this out? What do I say? Thanks for listening to Go There, Do That. And we'll see you next time. That was wonderful. Good job. Okay, perfect. All right. Thanks. So long. I was about to start saying this theme song. Meh. Meh.